Learning is one of the greatest gifts that we have. We're always absorbing information about things in our surroundings, but what about ourselves? How do we make sure we stay connected with our spirituality, purpose, and satisfaction? The answer is going to be different for each person, but in my case, this podcast has been one of the best ways that I've been able to keep in touch with myself. In this episode, I'll share things I learned about myself by working on this podcast because we should always evaluate ourselves because that's what helps us grow. So let's do it. Welcome, everybody, to the 12th episode of Happy to Fail, the podcast where every single Monday, you and I sit down and we figure life out. We figure life out because there are so many challenges out there in the community, whether it be digitally, whether it be uh, physically speaking. But when you factor in lived experience, when it comes to mental health challenges, when it comes to mental illness, not only is life already difficult enough, but then you add this additional layer that many people don't comprehend because they themselves have not gone through it. So I hope that through this podcast, we're able to motivate each other, we're, we're able to motivate members of our community to embrace, to accept the fact that our mental well-being is just as important as everything else. My name is Juan Velas Court. I am from San Juan, Puerto Rico, and I hope that by sharing my story in this podcast, we're able to get the very best out of each other. And the reason that I wanted to work on this podcast episode is that for over 10 episodes already, time is truly flying by. I've been able to share different details about my life, not necessarily in a chronological order because as a storyteller, or I, like to, or I like to consider myself somewhat of a storyteller, hopefully I'm a good one, when you focus on the chronological order, there may be certain things that you would take too long to get to. So I try to figure out how each episode built itself onto the next one. So there is, there is a logical order that if you listen from episode one all the way to episode 11, now this one, it makes sense for you. And not only do you get to understand me a little bit better, maybe as you keep going with these episodes, you can understand your loved ones and other people around your community. Remember that this podcast does not replace professional mental health support. So if you feel like you're at an emotional risk, don't be afraid. Contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255 or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. And if you're from Puerto Rico like myself and you want your support in Espanol, contact AMSCA's 24-7 crisis line known as Lina Paz, at 1-800-981-0023 or 1-800-981-0023. Both of them, simply put, want to help you. I'm going to self-reflect. I'm going to have that introspective about what's it, what's it been like for me to, to work on this podcast and, and the self-satisfaction and the things that I've learned about myself. Because going back a couple of episodes, I mentioned that one of the best strategies that we can have to get to know ourselves is by writing things down, whether it be on a journal, whether it be recording yourself, whether it be doing a blog. And obviously, in my case, I've recorded multiple hours as of this recording about my story. So I've just been thinking, how's that process been like? And maybe that would be intriguing for you. So even after this podcast episode, there may still be a couple of questions out there. So if you have them, don't hesitate to go to social media. Happy to fail on all of the above. And if you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving that five-star review on Stitcher, Apple Podcast, or Facebook. So I have a couple of questions here, including one that my wife asked me last night. 
So I'm going to be using all of these as uh, the, the source or, or the base of the conversation for the episode. So the first one is, how have I felt sharing my story so far? We talked about mistakes. We've also talked about suicide. So naturally, emotions have been all over the place. But what matters is that once I leave this rectangle of emotion in this podcast studio, I feel relaxed because I record these podcast episodes on a Saturday. Why? Because if I, if I recorded them during a week, you come home from work, you're exhausted, maybe the day wasn't all that great, and I don't want to have to to sound angry. You know, I don't want to sound upset, angry, because something happened at work, something happened on a personal level, and then I take it out on all of you. So I love the routine that I wake up on a Saturday morning, I have breakfast with my wife, I have a nice cup of coffee, and then I come over here, and then I record. Sometimes I record one podcast episode, sometimes I record two. It all depends on on the emotions that I can possibly have during that. But I get to leave this once I open the door, and I feel like a, a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. And I'm not talking about the weight of producing this podcast. I'm talking about the emotional weight that we sometimes carry during the entire week. But then Saturday by by noon, when it's time to have lunch, which is always after this recording session, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty great. So I challenge you to figure out something that you can do on a Saturday, whether you're single, whether you're in a relationship, whether you have kids, children, what's something simple that you can do every single weekend at the very beginning of every weekend for yourself? This takes me about an hour and this hour is incredibly healing and it motivates me to spend more time with the people that I love. And now the next question is, what have I learned as of the result of Happy to Fail. The first one is that my story changes every single time that I tell it because every episode has a specific topic. So I could, in five to 10 minutes, summarize my entire story, but there's a lot to take in. And maybe you that is listening right now, you you really identify with the, the things that I said at the seventh minute of my story, but maybe somebody else feels identified with something that I shared at the fourth minute. But that can become very overwhelming, and especially for me, that I'm trying to build each episode as an individual capsule that you can just consume. If you only listen to the seventh episode, I want that to make sense to you. I don't want you to think, man, I need to binge listen to every single episode, which honestly, that would that would not be a bad idea and I would very much appreciate it. But I don't want you to feel obligated to do that because I understand that life is packed with content, with uh, different situations. So the way that I've told my story in every episode, even though there are gonna be some things that may seem repetitive, is exactly because of that. Another thing that I've learned is to be able to recognize the things that I have been able to overcome even just telling my story, the, the fact of the matter is that I'm overly critical of myself. I still am. So I'm not, I'm not saying this like saying, hey, I, I now fully embrace my imperfections. I don't. I still have to work with that. But having this podcast, it's been able to, to allow me to really understand the evolution of my emotions. Let me explain this a little differently. If you listen to the first episode, I was super tame. Looking back, I would have maybe re-recorded that episode. So there's been episodes where the emotions have been very, very tame, very mellow. There's been other episodes where I've definitely felt a little bit more jokey. Sometimes I felt like I, I had some troubles with my wording 
and that in return uh, made me mess up a couple of times. But guess what? That's life. I have admittedly cut down some episodes, hopefully uh, you didn't notice, but some of them were supposed to be 40 minutes and and they ended up being 30 minutes. Some that were going to be 30 minutes ended up being 20 minutes. I want this to be easily digestible for the person that knows nothing about mental illness, for, for the person that has no idea what it's like to think about suicide. And, and balancing out those two things can be very difficult, but I do believe it can be done. And hopefully, hopefully, I've been able to do it in the podcast. Now, talking about my top three favorite episodes that I've worked on, the first one has to be Living with Depression. That is an episode that I wrote five different scripts about. And when I say scripts, I don't mean that I wrote word for word what I was going to say, but I'll usually have, like right now for this episode, I have one, two, three, four, five, six bullet points with some sub points just to make sure I don't forget any specific details. But with that one, it was very difficult to figure out how do I talk about depression without just just staying in the depressed train of thought, you know? I want to I want to be able to contextualize that for somebody that has no idea what it's like to live with that and to avoid sounding clinical because this podcast is not based on clinical evidence. Yes, I can bring up some information, but this is completely based on my lived experience, on my personal testimony. So working on that episode and as I edited it, I kept thinking to myself, Juan, now that you you recorded this 3 weeks ago, you're editing it, you're editing it now. Uh, do you feel like you did a good job? And I and I thought that I did. I thought that I did, and I am incredibly critical of the podcast. I have put out some episodes where if I could have re-recorded, like the first one, I would have. The second episode that I, that I love to work on was one that really did not need a lot of preparation other than emotional prep, which is The List. That's the third or fourth episode where I shared the list that I wrote in 2009, We're going to be going back to it in September. Recovery month happens every year. But I want to have more episodes that are about situations. I am going to have episodes like the one that I did about five strategies to share your story. But I don't want this to be a podcast about here are the 10 steps you need to do to do this. I can help people and I can share what has helped me. But I don't want this to be a top five podcast, a top 10 podcast. I want to make sure that when people subscribe to this, and hopefully this is why you subscribed and this is what you liked, it's about that personal story. I love to listen to multiple podcasts that are about the story that the people lived through and how they overcame that. So that's been one of my biggest influences because I consume that type of content. Henceforth, I wanted to create it. And then my third favorite episode, and this was in no way intentional, how people can react to mental illness. Even the title of that episode, I didn't figure out what it was going to be till I was editing it because that was just the definition of a brainstorm being recorded. I really did not have that clear of an agenda with that one because I don't want to overly prepare it. This is not an essay. I'm not being graded for this. I mean, you you literally can rate the podcast, so I guess I I can take that back, but you get the point, right? It's about the personal story, and with that one... I just wanted to unleash to the world how I felt when people react and and the way they react when they find out I have mental illness and when other people react like that. I can't get into many details, but on a daily basis, I'm almost always exposed to situations where I see people openly discriminate those with lived experience, yet 
they don't even know it. They don't realize that they're being prejudiced. They don't realize the, the stigma that they're provoking and that emotionally we are killing people. We're not killing people on a physical level, but emotionally when you discriminate against somebody, you're just drowning that person. So you have a physical body in front of you, but emotionally there's not much there. And this is where we really go behind the scenes because the next question is, what would I do differently or I may do differently as the podcast evolves? I want this podcast to have a purpose. And the day that I feel this podcast has served its purpose, it may conclude, it may evolve, but that's the other question, not this one. The one thing that I'm still not sure of is the video version of the podcast. I listen to over 20 podcasts weekly none of them in video form. And if you're on YouTube, although admittedly uh, the YouTube channel is is not exactly um, well sought after right now because most people like to consume this on the road, at work. And it is a lot easier to download this on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and Spotify than it is to go to the YouTube uh, channel because this, you can download the MP3 and you can listen to it. That's how I consume podcasts. I record the video version primarily for clips for Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, so it's shareable, but I'm not going to lie when I say that the video version, just having a camera, definitely does change the environment. I sometimes feel more comfortable, and I know a lot of people can relate to this, I feel more comfortable when there's no camera, because it's not about how I look, it's about what I say, and there's an emotional baggage that you carry the moment you have that camera. So I have thought about maybe removing the camera down the line and only doing an audio version. I'm still undecided about this, and usually these are things that are not shared on a podcast, but in a show where it's about my story, my story doesn't end with what I've told. So I want to make sure that I'm crystal clear and transparent about what I'm thinking about. So let me know what you think. You know, Should I do that? Should I not? Should I do a, a test episode and figure out if there's any difference on the audio side of things, because maybe I do feel um, more comfortable, let me know. The other thing I've been thinking about is having the show take uh, maybe one to two week breaks every now and then, almost like a season finale. Initially, when I was going to be working on Happy to Fail, I had the mindset of working into 14 episode seasons because I have a lot of things happening in my life. And I loved putting this out every single Monday but I have had weeks where I've almost felt rushed to work on an episode, and I never want that because once the episode is out there, I don't want to do Living with Depression Part 2 only because I wasn't satisfied with Part 1. If I ever do a sequel to an episode, I want it to be because something new came up, a question came up. I want it to have a, def a definitive purpose. So maybe I do that. Maybe once we reach uh, 20 episodes or 15 episodes, I don't know, uh, I'll say on the show or I'll add in an insert or something, but I'll keep you posted about that. And once again, let, let me know what you think because this is about us. I, I always say this and I can't stress this enough. This podcast is, is not about my story. It begins with my story. I use my story as a platform, but this is about you. This is about your community. So I'm just going to be open about this whenever I can. And this is something long-term, but I have thought about the possibility of interviewing people in this podcast the same way that I share my story. I would love the idea of including other people that can share their story. So if there's somebody in particular in your community 
I don't care where it is because this is about all of us. This is about an international uh, platform to support people. Let me know because I have had some experiences uh, interviewing people and I love that. I love the conversations. Even when I prepare for this podcast and I hope it comes across like that, what I tend to do is I'm interviewing myself. So as I'm talking, I always think, Juan, what would you ask yourself if you said this, if you said that? So that's another strategy for sharing your story that I guess I didn't plug there, but that's part of what I do because it keeps me engaged with myself because if if I sound bored, you're most definitely going to be bored with everything I say. And then the last question, and this was asked by my wife, is what's my end goal? Where am I going to be going with this podcast long term? The first thing that I wrote here is, for a person to understand how complex living with mental illness is. If I serve the purpose that I, I see my backlog of episodes and I go, you know what? If I stop recording now, I feel like this, these 30, 40, 50, 60 episodes, it gives an incredible concept of what living with mental illness is like. If I'm able to do that, mission accomplished. So I guess that would be one of the indicators. I don't think it's ever going to end in that regard. Something new can always come up. There's a different way to talk to, to talk about things, but it is one of the things I'm always contemplating. Another end goal for Happy to Fail would be closing the chapter of who I was. I think that there are two versions of Juan. There is pre-23-year-old Juan and post-23-year-old Juan because I talked about my goal of ending my life at 23 years old and I'm 29 as of this recording, so I, I overcame that. And I feel the moment that happened, I got split into two ends. So I feel like another way that I would think that maybe the podcast name would change or the podcast would evolve is once I feel comfortable saying, hey, guess what? These episodes, these episodes define who pre-23-year-old Juan was. And then the other thing that I haven't talked about too much, but it is an added thing that I'm constantly thinking whenever I work on these episodes and I'm going to write, I'm going to read what I wrote, feel satisfied with episodes focused on adolescents or young adults that feel alone and want to hear another person that went and is going through it. I want to be able to dedicate a couple of episodes or many, many episodes to my thought process of when I was in junior high, when I was in high school, when I went to college and, and talk more about the day, the day-to-day things that sometimes people tend to overlook because I, I've I brought them up in some ways, but I don't think I've dedicated enough time to that. So if there is a particular chapter of my life where you're thinking, Juan, I would love to know when you first went to high school, when you graduated, when you took your college uh, exam, first day of college, I can talk about all those things, but I don't want it to just be interesting to me. I want that to be interesting to you. So as I've mentioned, you can reach me by email, Juan at happytofail.com, across all social media, happy to fail. And something I forgot, and I kind of mentioned it briefly, but this is, this is a loose topic episode here. I just want to make sure that the podcast doesn't ever sound repetitive. I know that I constantly talk about overcoming mental health challenges, but that's what the podcast is all about. I know that sometimes I'll bring up the list a lot of times. I'll talk about a specific year but as I mentioned I want that to be a capsule but I never want to be able to share but I never want to share that the exact same way in that it seems like a copy and paste job I want every episode to be completely authentic 
and hopefully that has come across that way. So if there's something that I did not uh, talk about in this episode, please reach me out on social media. I want to close this off by revealing that the next episode, I don't know if I'm emotionally prepared to uh, work on, but I'm going to be doing it. And, And to be real, I'm going to be recording it after this one right now. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens because I want to begin a sub-series on the podcast dedicated to being grateful, to showcasing gratitude to the people that believed in me when I didn't believe in myself. And I want to be able to talk about a person that is no longer with us, somebody that I love, that even though I only met this person for less than two years, I think about this person each and every day, and that's not an exaggeration. So the next episode is going to be called Thank You. Steve. Steve, I love you. Think about you every day. I can never do justice to show how grateful I am, but I'm going to dedicate a damn entire episode to you because you deserve it. You deserve it. And everybody that is listening right now, somebody out there deserves to be thanked. Somebody out there deserves to be showcased uh, gratitude. Never be afraid to do that. So up until next time, thank you for watching, listening, supporting and making a positive impact in your life. And I will see you or hear you next Monday. Take care, everybody.